ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد so we now on the fifth event from the six events from the seerah of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and this fifth event it is talking about a story that is related to the hijrah when the muslims made the hijrah the migration from mecca to medina the author al-sheikh muhammad ibn abdul wahhab rahimahullahu ta'ala says al-mawdi' al-khamis qissatu al-hijrah wa fiha min al-fawaid wal-ibar ma la ya'rifuhu akthar man qara'aha he says the story of the hijrah in it are benefits and lessons admonitions that many people who read it do not recognize many people who read the story of the hijrah don't really recognize these benefits and these lessons that can be taken from that story So firstly what does hijrah actually mean Al-Sheikh Al-Fawzan hafizahullah ta'ala mentions Al-hijrah ma'khudha min al-hajr wa huwa at-tark Qala ta'ala war-rujza fahjur Hijrah this word it means to leave something to abandon something to leave something to abandon something that is hijrah allah said in the quran warujza fahjur the idols make the hajr of them meaning leave them and abandon them and put them aside so hijrah linguistically means to leave something So in Arabic you could say ay utrukhu leave him leave it fal hajr huwa tark wa minhu hajru ahl al ma'asi from this word is the phrase that you hear from the scholars as a sheikh al fawzan mentions here to make the hajr of the people of sin and to make the hajar of the mushrikeen meaning to leave them and to abandon them to not love them qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al muhajiru man hajara ma naha allahu anhu the hadith in abu daud and an nasai and ibn hibban and ahmad the muhajir is the one who does the hijrah 
from the things that Allah has prohibited. Meaning, he leaves and abandons what Allah has prohibited. So the word used in the hadith is, he makes the hijrah of those things Allah has prohibited. Man hajara ma nahallahu anhu. That's the linguistic meaning of the word hijrah. As for the Islamic meaning of the word hijrah, أَمَّا الْهِجْرَةُ فِي الشَّرْعِ فَهِيَ الْإِنْتِقَالُ مِنْ بَلَدِ الشِّرْكِ إِلَى بَلَدِ الْإِسْلَامِ لِأَجْلِ الدِّينِ Islamically speaking, when we talk about hijrah, it is to move from a country of shirk to a country of tawheed to a country of Islam for the sake of the religion. To move from a country of shirk to a country of tawheed, of Islam, for the sake of the religion. That is the Islamic hijrah that we are talking about. And this type of hijrah has many great virtues to it. And it has been mentioned alongside Iman and Jihad. Allah said in Surah Al-Anfal, Ayah 72, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَهَاجَرُوا وَجَاهَدُوا Those who have Iman, that is one characteristic, وَهَاجَرُوا And they made the hijrah. That is another characteristic. وَجَاهَدُوا And they performed the jihad. That is another characteristic. So you see how hijrah has been put alongside the iman and the jihad, indicating the great virtue of this hijrah, moving from the land of shirk to the land of Islam. And this hijrah, it is something which remains applicable up until the day of judgment. سبحانه وتعالى أنزل فيه القرآن إن الذين توفاهم الملائكة ظالمي أنفسهم قالوا فيما كنتم قالوا كنا مستضعفين في الأرض قالوا ألم تكن أرض الله واسعة فتهاجروا فيها فأولئك مأواهم جهنم وساءت مصيرا Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 97. So hijrah is something which is applicable up until, up until the establishment of the hour. For a person who is unable to practice his religion in the land of shirk, a person who is unable to practice his religion in the land of shirk, fears upon himself in the land of shirk, 
then it is upon him to make this hijrah. And if that person had the ability to do that, he could do it. Go and live and get residency in a Muslim land, but he refuses, even though he is unable to practice his religion, or he fears for himself and his family. Then Allah mentions in the Quran a threat against those people that the angels will say to them, قَالُوا أَلَمْ تَكُنْ أَرْضُ اللَّهِ وَاسِعَ فَتُهَاجِرُ فِيهَا Was the earth of Allah not spacious enough that you could have made hijrah and gone elsewhere? Was it not spacious enough you could have made hijrah and gone elsewhere? فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَأْوَاهُمْ جَهَنَّمْ So their end abode will be the hellfire. And what an evil abode. هَذَا وَعِيدٌ شَدِيدٌ مَعَ أَنَّهُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ This is a severe threat despite the threat being addressed to Muslims. Why did you not make the hijrah? To Muslims this ayah is addressing. لَكِنْ لَمَّا تَرَكُوا الْهِجْرَةِ بِعُذْرِ مَحَبَّةِ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَوْلَادِ وَالْوَطْنِ وَقَدَّمُوا مَحَبَّةَ هَذِهِ الْأَشْيَاءِ عَلَى الْهِجْرَةِ فَاللَّهُ جَلَّ وَعَلَى تَوَعَدَهُمْ بِهَذَا الْوَعِيدِ But when people abandon the hijrah due to their love of the wealth that they have in that particular country, the love of the luxuries they have there, the children, the nation that they have there, their ground that they have there, so they give precedence and priority to their love for those things, over, over and above the hijrah, then Allah threatens them with this severe threat that they are staying in a place where they cannot practice their religion and it is lost. This threat is upon them. Was the earth of Allah not spacious? You could have made hijrah elsewhere. And the reason for this ayah being revealed كَانَ مَعَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ أُنَاسِ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ بَقُوا فِي مَكَّةِ وَلَمْ يُهَاجِرُوا شَحًّا بِوَطْنِهِمْ وَبِلَادِهِمْ وَأَمْوَالِهِمْ When the battle of Badr occurred with the Mushrikeen, when the battle of Badr happened, at that time, had the Muslims already made hijrah or not? They had made hijrah. But some of the Muslims had stayed behind in Mecca. Some of them had not made the hijrah. They had stayed in Mecca when the Muslims had made hijrah and gone to Medina. Due to their love of their wealth and their properties and their families and other things they had in Mecca, they didn't leave. They stayed in Mecca. وَهُمْ يَقْدِرُونَ عَلَى الْهِجْرَةِ And they were able, they could have gone with the other Muslims when all the Muslims went. They were able to do it, but because of their love of their things they had in Mecca, they didn't go. They stayed with their things in Mecca. فَلَمَّا خَرَجَ الْمُشْرِكُونَ إِلَىٰ بَدْرِ So now, all of the Muslims had made the hijrah and gone. And these few were left over in Mecca who stayed because of their properties and children and families and things. After a while went by, the battle of Badr occurred. When the battle of Badr occurred, فَلَمَّا خَرَجَ الْمُشْرِكُونَ إِلَىٰ بَدْرِ خَرَجُوا بِهِمْ مَعَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ اخْتِيَارِهِمْ 
أَلْزَمُوهُمْ بِالْخُرُوجِ مَعَهُمْ When that battle of Badr occurred and all of the mushrikeen got together in Makkah to go out and fight the Muslims, the mushrikeen were trying to get as many numbers together from Makkah as they could to make a big army. So they were recruiting everybody. And they forced those Muslims who were still living in Makkah to be enrolled into their army. They said, you must come with us in our army. Forced them to be in their army. So these Muslims that were left over, they were forced to be enrolled into the army of the mushrikeen. The mushrikeen compelled them, told them you must become part of the army. Because they were there living in Makkah, a handful of the Muslims, what could they do? They can't do anything, they can't say no. Compelled and forced to go into the army. So now the mushrik army went forward. And they've got this handful of Muslims in that army with the mushrikeen. And those Muslims didn't want to be in that army, of course, they were Muslim. They didn't want to be in the army and go fight the Prophet and the Muslims. Of course they did not. They were Muslims. But they were compelled and forced, outnumbered completely in Makkah. Had no choice, they couldn't do anything. Forced to join the army. So now this army went with this handful of Muslims in there too. And when the battle began, the battle of Badr occurred. قُتِلَ أُنَاسٌ مِّنْهُمْ وَهُمْ فِي صَفِّ الْكُفَّارِ When the battle occurred and the Muslims were firing their arrows, some of those arrows ended up killing who? Some of those Muslims who had been forced to join with the Mushrikeen army. Some of those arrows of the Muslims ended up killing some of the Muslims who were forced into the army of the mushrikeen from Makkah. وَلَمْ يَعْلَمْ لَمْ يَعْلَمَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ بِهِمْ The army of the Prophet ﷺ, the Muslims, they had no idea that some of their Muslims from the past who stayed in Makkah had been forced into the army. They didn't know. They thought they were just firing at the kuffar. They had no idea some of the Muslims had been forced in there. So they didn't know they had ended up killing some of the Muslims who had been forced to go in. فَلَمَّا عَلِمَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ بِهِمْ نَدِمُوا When eventually the Muslims with the Prophet ﷺ found out what happened, this news reached them that the Muslims of Makkah who were left over were forced into the army and that now they've been attacking them and they have actually ended up killing some of those Muslims. The Muslims with the Prophet ﷺ became very saddened. They became very saddened at this and they regretted over it. They said, قَتَلْنَا إِخْوَانَنَا they said, we've ended up killing our own brothers. We've ended up killing some of our own brothers. فَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ But then Allah revealed this ayah. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ تَوَفَّاهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ ظَالِمِيَ أَنفُسِهِمْ قَالُوا فِيمَا كُنْتُمْ الْآيَةِ Then Allah revealed this ayah that those whom the death comes upon them, they were oppressive to themselves. That full ayah when it goes on to say the land of Allah was great. Why did you not make hijrah? Why did you stay in Makkah? Because them staying in Makkah, what was the end result? That they were forced to join the Mushrikeen army. They had no choice outnumbered. They couldn't defend themselves and say no. That's what happened because they didn't make the hijrah. So Allah sent the ayah down saying, the land of Allah was big. You should have made hijrah, left Makkah, left the Mushrikeen, gone to the Muslims where the power was. So this ayah was revealed. So when it says, قَالُوا فِيمَا كُنْتُمْ where were you? يعني ما الوطن الذي أنتم فيه أي وطن? The ayah says, where were you? 
Meaning which land were you in? Why were you in the land of Makkah now when the hijrah has been made? مَا قَالُوا كَيْفَ حَالُكُمْ فِي الْإِيمَانِ مَا يَقِينُكُمْ مَا سَأَلُوهُمْ عَنْ هَذَا إِنَّمَا سَأَلُوهُمْ عَنِ الْمَكَانِ فِيمَا كُنْتُمْ They will not be asked regarding their iman. Are you still Muslims? Why did you join the Mushrikeen army? That is not the question. The question was not about their iman. Not about their certainty. Because they were upon iman and certainty. They didn't want to be in the Mushrikeen army. It's not like they apostated or anything. They didn't want to be there. So their iman was there. So the question was not about their iman. The question was, why were you still in Makkah in the first place? Why were you still in Makkah in the first place when everybody else, all the Muslimin, have made the hijrah? يعني أجبرونا أو أخبرونا أو أجبرونا على الخروج بسبب ضعفنا when they say قالوا كنا مستضعفين في الأرض they will say but we were weak meaning we were in Makkah we were weak just a handful of us and they forced us to do it which is true we were weak and they forced us to do it they forced us to join the army and enroll and there was nothing we could do we couldn't prevent that we couldn't say no, we couldn't stay away. Forced us to go in. But then the ayah says, But was not the land of Allah spacious? You could have left Mecca and made hijrah. Meaning, the Shaykh says, You had an alternative. There was an alternative that was given to you. There was an alternative. كَانَ لَكُمْ مَنْدُوحًا If you had made hijrah, just like your brothers made hijrah, all of the Muslims left and made hijrah, then you wouldn't have fallen into this difficulty. You wouldn't have fallen into this situation where the kuffar forced you to join the army. You would have gone, you would have been in Medina with your brothers. فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَأْوَاهُمْ جَهَنَّمْ هَذَا وَعِيدٌ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا And this, their end result will be the fire and what an evil abode. That is the threat. That is the threat which is given upon this. الَّذِينَ لَا يَقْدِرُونَ عَلَى الْهِجْرَةِ أَمَّا الَّذِينَ لَا يَقْدِرُونَ عَلَى الْهِجْرَةِ The ones who were unable to make the hijrah. Now this is a different category. That category were able, they could have gone. Now we're talking about something different. We're talking about the ones who genuinely were unable. What about them? Are they still to blame as well? The ones who were genuinely unable to make the hijrah. الَّذِينَ <laughs> The people, the Muslims, who genuinely cannot get out of the lands of shirk and they cannot move to the lands of Islam. Mentions them, إِلَّا الْمُسْتَضْعَفِينَ مِنَ الرِّجَالِ وَالنِّسَاءِ وَالْوِلْدَانِ لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ حِيلَةً وَلَا يَهْتَدُونَ سَبِيلًا فَأُولَٰئِكَ عَاصَ اللَّهُ أَنْ يَعْفُوَ عَنْهُمْ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ عَفُوًا غَفُورًا As for the weak, from the men and the women and the children 
who cannot find any way to get out. They do not know of any way to get out. Then those, it is hoped Allah will forgive them and Allah is the all-forgiving. Because they genuinely could not find a way out. Genuinely could not make the hijrah. So they are forgiven. And that is what is mentioned in the ayah that Allah forgives them. But as for the ones who had the ability and they refused due to their luxury and their wealth in that country, then those individuals, the threat is upon them. You had the option to move. You had the option to leave. You had the ability, but you didn't take it. You stayed with the kuffar instead of going to the muslimin. So then the shaykh, he says, وَلَكِنْ About the hijrah, وَلَكِنْ مُرَادُنَا الْآنِ مَسْأَلَ مِنْ مَسَائِلِهَا The shaykh says, our point that we want to make about the hijrah story is one particular point. وَهِيَ أَنَّ مِنْ أَصْحَابِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم مَنْ لَمْ يُهَاجِرْ مِنْ غَيْرِ شَكٍ فِي الدِّينِ وَتَزْيِينَ دِينَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ there were some Muslims from the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, they stayed behind in Mecca. Not because they doubted about Islam. They were Muslim upon certainty. There was no problem in their iman in terms of the belief and the certainty. They didn't think all of a sudden the religion of Mushrikeen is good and they stayed behind. No, they stayed behind upon iman. But because of those other factors of money and wealth and uh, their, their properties and whatever it may have been, their families, they stayed behind. As the Sheikh says, لَكِنْ مَحَبَّةً لِلْأَهْلِ وَالْمَالِ وَالْوَطْنِ Due to their love for their family who was still in Mecca, all of them, their wealth that was there, and that being their homeland where they were raised and born. فَلَمَّا خَرَجُوا إِلَى بَدَلْ خَرَجُوا مَعَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ كَارِهِينَ فَقُتِلَ بَعَضُهُمْ بِالرَّمِي وَالرَّامِي لَا يَعْرِفُ So when they went out in the battle of Badr forced, the Muslims were firing the arrows and they killed some of them. By accident, not knowing. As Shaykh Al-Fawzan says, This is a very strange story what happened, a very great story what happened. That these Muslims, despite believing in Islam, they were believers. Because they didn't do the hijrah and they stayed in Mecca without any reason really. Staying there for the family, the wealth, the nation. That's not a reason. They should have gone. So they didn't have any real reason to stay. So this story tells about them. About the great rebuke which Allah mentioned upon them. The rebuke, the tawbiq from the angels upon them. لَمَّا تَرَكُوا الْهِجْرَةِ مِنْ غَيْرِ عُذَرِ حَصَلَ عَلَيْهِمْ هَذَا الْوَعِيدِ وَهَذَا التَّوْبِيخِ مِنَ الْمَلَائِكَةِ لَمَّا جَاءَتْ تَقْبِضُ أَرْوَاحَهُمْ When the angels take their souls at the time of death, then they give them this rebuke, those ayats that were mentioned. Where were you? Why did you not make the hijrah? The hijrah, the land of Allah was great. That rebuke will come upon them at the time of death. فَدَلَّ عَلَىٰ أَنَّهُ لَا يَجُوزُ لِلْمُوَحِّدِ الْمُسْلِمِ أَنْ يَتَسَاهَلَ بِهَذَا الْأَمْرُ وَأَنْ يَكُونَ مَعَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ وَلَوْ مِنْ غَيْرِ مَحَبَّةٍ لَهُمْ لَكِنْ مَحَبَّةً لِمَالِهِ أَوْ وَلَدِهِ أَوْ بَيْتِهِ أَوْ غَيْرِ ذَلِكِ This indicates that a Muslim cannot stay amongst the mushrikeen even if it was 
Not because he loves them, not because of that, but maybe because of his love for his wealth he has there, his family he has there, his properties he has there. He stays in that land of kufr. Even though he has ample opportunity, he has genuine opportunity to be able to relocate to a Muslim land, then this threat is upon that type of person. In another ayah it mentions, قُلْ إِنْ كَانَ آبَاؤُكُمْ وَأَبْنَاؤُكُمْ وَإِخْوَانُكُمْ وَأَزْوَاجُكُمْ وَعَشِيرَتُكُمْ وَأَمْوَالٌ اقْتَرَفْتُمُوهَا وَتِجَارَةٌ تَخْشَوْنَ كَسَادَهَا وَمَسَاكِنُ تَرْضَوْنَهَا أَحَبَّ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَجِهَادٍ فِي سَبِيلِهِ فَتَرَبَّصُوا يعني انتظروا حتى يأتي الله بأمره والله لا يهدي القوم الفاسقين Allah mentions in this ayah say that if your fathers and your sons and your brothers and your wives and your clan and your wealth that you have gathered and your businesses you fear that they may fail or fall into loss and decline and your homes that you are pleased with if all of those types of things are more beloved to you than Allah and His Messenger and Jihad in the path of Allah then wait for the command of Allah to come upon you a severe threat and Allah does not guide the uh, wrongdoers the fasiqeen those who have transgressed فَلَا يَجُوزُ تَقْدِيمَ مَحَبَّةِ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَوْلَادِ عَلَى طَاعَةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ It is therefore not permissible to give precedence to love of wealth and children upon the obedience to Allah وَعَلَى الْهِجْرَةِ وَالْجِهَادِ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And upon making the hijrah and striving in jihad in the path of Allah وَالْكَثِيرٌ مِنَ النَّاسِ يَقْرَأُونَ هَذِهِ وَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَهَا Many people they read this but they don't really focus and ponder over this. فَلَمَّا سَمِعَ الصَّحَابَةُ أَنَّ مِنَ الْقَتْلَ فُلَانًا وَفُلَانًا شَقَّ عَلَيْهِمْ وَقَالُوا قَتَلْنَا إِخْوَانَنَا فَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى إِنَّ الَّذِينَ تَوَفَّاهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ ظَالِمِي أَنفُسِهِمْ إِلَى قَوْلِهِ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا Whoever then focuses on this story and what happened to those few Muslims that were left over, how they were forced into the Mushrikeen army and how they were killed by the Muslims by accident. Whoever focuses on that story and pays attention to what the companions said when they found out they had accidentally killed some of the Muslims in the army of the Mushrikeen, what did they say? They said, We've killed our brothers. قَتَلْنَا إِخْوَانَنَا عُلِمَ أَنَّهُ لَوْ بَلَغَهُمْ عَنْهُمْ كَلَامْ فِي الدِّينِ أَوْ كَلَامْ فِي تَزِينِ دِينِ الْمُشْرِكِينَ لَمْ يَقُولُ قَتَلْنَا إِخْوَانَنَا This indicates that if the companions were aware that those Muslims that were left over had now gone over to the religion of the Mushrikeen or inclined towards that in any way, then they wouldn't have said, we've killed our brothers. But they knew that they were still upon Islam. It was not like they were with the mushrikeen wanting to be with them. They were forced. So they knew they were still upon Islam. They said, we've killed our brothers. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَ قَدْ بَيَّنَ لَهُمْ وَهُمْ بِمَكَّةَ قَبْلَ الْهِجْرَةَ أَنَّ ذَلِكَ كُفْرٌ بَعْدَ الْإِيمَانِ بِقَوْلِهِ تَعَالَ مَنْ كَفَرَ بِاللَّهِ مِنْ بَعْدِ إِيمَانِهِ إِلَّا مَنْ أُكْرِهَا وَقَلْبُهُ مُطْمَئِنٌ بِالْإِيمَانِ وَأَبْلَغُ مِنْ هَذَا مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ كَلَامِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى فِيهِمْ فَإِنَّ الْمَلَائِكَةَ تَقُولُ فِيمَا كُنْتُمْ لَمْ يَقُولُوا كَيْفَ تَصْدِيقُكُمْ قَالُوا كُنَّا مُسْتَدْعَفِينَ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَمْ يَقُولُوا كَذَبْتُمْ 
مثل ما يقول الله والملائكة للمجاهد الذي يقول جاهدت في سبيلك حتى قتلت فيقول الله كذبت وتقول الملائكة كذبت بل قاتلت ليقال جري وكذلك يقولون للعالم والمتصدق كذبت بل تعلمت ليقال عالم وتصدقت ليقال جواد وأما هؤلاء فلم يكذبوهم بل أجابوهم بقولهم قالوا ألم تكن أرض الله واسعة فتهاجروا فيها ويزيد ذلك إضاحا للعارف والجاهل التي بعدها هي قوله تعالى إلا المستضعفين من الرجال والنساء والولدان لا يستطيعون حيلة ولا يهتدون سبيلا فهذا أوضح جدا أن هؤلاء خرجوا من الوعيد فلم يبقى شبهة لكن لمن طلب العلم بخلاف من لم يطلبه بل قال الله فيهم صم بكم عمي فهم لا يرجعون فمن فهم هذا الموضع والذي قبله فهم ففهم كلام الحسن البصري قال ليس الإيمان بالتحلي ولا بالتمني ولكن ما وقر في القلوب صدقته الأعمال وذلك أن الله تعالى يقول إليه يسعد الكلم الطيب والعمل الصالح يرفعه Here then the Shaykh, he goes on to say that the companions, when they realized what happened, they said, we have killed our brothers. فَالصَّحَابَ مَا قَالُوا إِخْوَانَنَا قَتَلْنَا إِخْوَانَنَا إِلَّا لِأَنَّهُمْ مُسْتَقِيمُونَ عَلَى الدِّينِ They didn't say, we've killed our brothers, except because they knew those Muslims were still upright upon Islam. وَمَا ذُكِرَ عَنْهُمْ أَنَّهُمْ مَالُوا مَعَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ أَوْ مَدَحُ الْمُشْرِكِينَ And there was no mention of the fact that those Muslims had now gone to the religion of shirk or anything at all. بَلْ يُبْغِذُونَ دِينَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ وَكَانُوا عَلَى التَّوْحِيدِ Those leftover Muslims used to hate the religion of the mushrikeen. They hated the religion of the mushrikeen and they were upon tawheed. وَكَانُوا مُخْلِسِينَ لِلَّهِ وَلَيْسَ فِيهِمْ نِفَاقٍ لكن تركوا شيئا واحدا but there was one thing they still left out despite all of their iman and belief and being muslim not upon hypocrisy nothing they were muslim but one thing they left that was the command to go and make the hijra with the muslims to leave Makkah and to go to Medina that was the one thing they left out لكن تركوا شيئا واحدا وهو الهجرة من غير عذر Without any reason, they left that, they stayed in Mecca. فَلَامَهُمُ اللَّهُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ So Allah blamed them upon that. فَالْمَلَائِكَ مَا سَأَلُوهُمْ عَنْ إِيمَانِهِمْ وَعَقِيدَتِهِمْ لَأَنَهُمْ يَعْرِفُونَ أَنَّهُمْ عَنْ عَقِيدَةً صَحِيحًا وَعَلَى إِيمَانٍ صَادِقٍ The angels at the point of death don't say to those people, Are you still believers? Do you still believe in Islam? None of that. They know they are upon Islam and they are believers. That isn't the issue. Their belief in their aqeedah is legitimate. لكن سألوهم عن المكان الذي هم فيه. But the angel said to them, Where were you? Why were you still in Mecca? Meaning, why were you still there in the first place? حيث لا يجوز لهم أن يبقوا فيه وهم يقدرون على الهجرة منه. It was not permissible for them to have remained because they were people who had ability to have gone. They could have made the hijra, but they stayed because of those various factors. So they had the ability but they didn't do it. That's why the angels will say to them at the point of death, where were you? Why were you in Mecca? Meaning. So when, when they say that we were weak and we were compelled, 
The angels don't say you're lying. Al-Malaika lam taqul kathabtum lastum muslimina wa lastum mu'minina. They didn't say to them that you're liars and you're not Muslims anymore and you're with the mushrikeen. Qalu fima kuntum. Rather, they said to them, why were you where you were? So there was never any issue about their iman. سألوهم عن المكان الذي هم موجودون فيه موجودون حيث خرجوا مع المشركين ولو كانوا مكرهين لأنهم هم السبب في تسلط القفار عليهم ولا يجوز مرافقتهم الخروج معهم حبا للمال والأهل ومدارات لكي يبقوا على أموالهم So it was not allowed for them to stay there and then be compelled to be forced to go out with them They let themselves get into that situation by staying in Mecca They should have left Mecca As for the excuse, then that is only given to the ones who genuinely couldn't make the hijrah. The one who genuinely can't do it, he is the one who is excused. The weak from the men and the women and the children who do not have any way. They can't find any way to get out. So then they, it is hoped Allah forgives them. So that is a promise that Allah will forgive them. That is a promise Allah will forgive them, the ones who are unable. Mixing with the kuffar without any reason is something which is not permissible. The land of the Muslims has to be distinct from the land of the kuffar. وَلَا يُخَالِطُ الْمُسْلِمُ الْمُشْرِكِ And the Muslim should not mix with the Mushrik. بَلْ قَالَ لَا تَتَرَاءَنَا رَاهُمَا The fires should not be seen from each other. Meaning, the Muslim should be away from the Kuffar. If you are near them, somebody makes a camp in the wood at the distance and you make your camp here, you make a fire, they make a fire, you can see their fire, they can see your fire. That means you are quite close. The Hadith says, don't see each other's fires meaning you are far away from each other you cannot see each other in the narration iman is not just about beautification and not just about your hopes i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that iman is what is settled in the heart and what your actions testify to. Iman is what your actions testify to. And one of those is the hijrah. If you are upon Iman in certainty, then make that hijrah. Because that hijrah is from the actions. Then at the end it says, قوله إليه أي إلى الله تو الله يسعد الكلم الطيب من الذكر وقراءة القرآن والتسبيح والتهليل all of the good speech and the supplications they are raised up to Allah وكل كلام طيب فإنه يسعد إلى الله all of that good speech the enjoining the good the forbidding the evil the teaching the beneficial knowledge all of that goes up to Allah سبحانه وتعالى 
Kullu hada min al-kalim al-tayyib yas'adu ila Allah. But that good speech and that good action, the good remembrance, it doesn't just raise up to Allah by itself. La yas'adu bi nafsihi. Innama bal la budda min al-amal. Wal'amalu salihu ya rafa'uhu. The righteous actions that you do raises that up to Allah. The righteous actions that you do, that is what raises that speech up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the end of the fifth event. Any questions on that so far before moving on?